Welcome to Breakfast with Candles podcast. Simply put, this is a podcast that explores John Hughes films. On this week's episode, we talk about Curly Sue. Enjoy. Welcome, 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 welcome. Curly Sue! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jordan took his Ritalin before this show, everyone. So oh, strap man. in. At long last, <laughs> the Sue is here. <laughs> so this week we're recording a little late, so this is a whole new ball game for us, Jordan. we got to remember all the way back to, what, three, day, three or four days ago? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> We're How push, can I pushing through, Luke? pushing through. How can I forget Curly Sue? Come on. <laughs> so, how are you, Jordan? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> That's good. It's That's weird good. seeing you on a Thursday behind a mic. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. The weekend is within a sniff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Whatever that means. Oh, I'm smelling it. <laughs> so, it 1991's like Curly Sue. Yeah, it is. That's what we're talking about this week. Written and directed by good old buddy, John H. Did it all. <laughs> he did this one. Yep. So this was actually John Hughes' final directorial. Huh. Okay. I, I said that weird. But final <laughs> final Final movie that he directed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I'd have to look back on the list, but I think he wrote at least like five or six more. You may remember from the list, but several more. um, Yeah, I want to say, you know, into the late 90s. And then he wrote some that I don't know if he should have wrote in 2000s. But this was his final directorial one all the way back in 1991. All right. So I wonder what made him when he when he did this one said, nah, that's it. I wonder. (laughs) There's got to be a ton more work to directing a movie than writing. Oh, you yeah. know, you sit in your room, you go down to Starbucks nowadays, you know, and you write and you, you get to be alone with your thoughts and really like, you know, you're the architect of your own story. So I, I, I can, not that I've done it or anything, but I can see how it's a very different beast. And, you know, for for somebody who's passionate about writing, I could see it, mm-hmm. I could see being a hard transition over to the directing, and even though, you know, he directed many movies, but I can see, you know, later on in your career, which I mean, what this was only ten years in, really. Yeah, but he, he like kind of had a short, short. Yeah, he he kind of had a short period in which he was directing there. He directed the, some big ones, though. I mean, like yeah, yeah. He, he directed the a lot ones of that these are things. still coming that we're looking forward to talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I, I can just I can understand why he might you know not want to do any more directing. I just yeah, I can see a lot of pressure from the studio, you know, to meet meet deadlines and deal with actors and actresses and. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Jim Belushi, Kelly Lynch, Allison Porter. Um, budget. Hit me with a budget, Jordan. What's your guess? Oh, good Lord. Budget, man. To pay for those that Jim Belushi bill. <laughs> Keeping huh. those curls curled. Oh, man. Just the curler alone. <laughs> the curlist. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and guess uh, 15. 15. 25. Million. Oh, that's way off. 
Yeah, I feel like you're getting you're getting in the ballpark more as we go along. I haven't like said one hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, you know yeah. the budget of most of today's <laughs> films. <laughs> yeah, these these movies that he he made are all pretty similar, really. You know, it's pretty. He made that kind of, you know, mid tier movie. Yeah, he is not. We're not going to talk about any action movies during yeah. this duration of this podcast. Yeah. He was not a CGI guy. No, there's no sign. He's not George Lucas. <laughs> uh, no. Um, and what do you think it made? Uh, the, let's say 35. Ooh, 33. All right. Okay. So this was, I would not consider this a hit. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Barely made back its budget. Yeah. Uh, this I, this is the kind of movie where I feel like if it came out today, it would, it would probably do similar numbers. Like it, yes. it, it might make back its budget. It's just, you know, it's a movie that, you know, would probably appear to families, but not really your general audience, kind of a younger audience or yeah, people I, with kids. I wouldn't know how to promote this film. Yeah. I really wouldn't. And I don't think they did either. Like, so. what's the selling point? Yeah. Yeah. That's Curly true. Sue. I don't know what to even say. Is this like, yeah. when you look at the the poster, I'm like, is this like a little rascals kind yeah. of deal? Or what? Yeah. It's not. <laughs> but that's my impression yeah. going into this. I mean, I guess there's hints of that. But. Yeah. There's yeah. a it's little. It's definitely not, not, not the same. <laughs> no. Like kid on kid interaction. There's none of that. None. You know? it's yeah. None. Which it's, which is really what made Little Rascals so good. Yeah, all the kids interacting with yeah. the different personalities. But this is very much not that. But you know, we'll talk about what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, interesting facts. I just thought I'd kind of go through just because I thought people might get a kick out of it. Um, oh. If you haven't seen this movie, uh, Jordan actually mentioned this before we actually even watched this. But Steve Carell, this is his first film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which he was in it all of, shoot, 10 seconds. Not even sure he had a speaking line. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like standing there and then he just walks off. <laughs> he's very, like when you go to the cast, he's like way up there. I mean, he's the, right now he's the biggest actor in this movie today, obviously. It's then like Jackie no Chan one. getting featured on the front of <laughs> all these freaking movies in the yeah. late, late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s. Exactly. Ridiculous. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, Kelly Lynch, Jim, Jim Belushi, and John Hughes did not get along. They argued constantly. Production was shut down for a while because Belushi refused to come on to set. So now we know why he quit being a director yeah. of these movies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Get some sour taste in his mouth after that experience. Yeah. I mean, this is... This is a point at which Jim Belushi is pretty big at this point. Yeah, right. This is, he's on top now. The top for him. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He's. I don't. I don't know if he was looked on with as much like respect, you know, in '91 as he is now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's talked about in a very loving way, but I don't know that he was as beloved back then. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like you look at a guy's career, and it's not so much like you look you lift up this one role. It's more like. You did your time. You were in a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? It's. It reminds me like a little that. bit of Bill Murray. How Bill Murray? I mean, he's still Bill Murray's still alive, but like Bill Murray's really looked on with Jim a Belushi's lot of like. Dead? Yeah, right. Is he? I know. Uh, I thought he was John Belushi, right? I thought he was. John Belushi is the Animal House guy. Well, either way, my he could my be. my point is just like Bill Murray. I feel like is looked back on the same way. It's like. A lot, lot more respect and like acknowledgement, you know, is shown to him now. I feel like than it was, you know, in early '90s, like this. Yeah, yeah. It's just the attitude changes, you know, as the person becomes older, and <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's like 
people become more golden and people's like minds when they're looked back on like through the annals of history the annals of history I like it <laughs> um up the anus of history annals of history <laughs> excuse me no it's all right slip of the tongue <laughs> Freudian slip maybe but i mean thinking about of him i don't really know him from too much like honestly he's like he has parts in a lot of roles like that's why i said when i say he did his time he's just been in so much and really the main thing i know him from is what like jingle all the way i thought he was dead i guess he's not okay sorry it's all right sorry to the the belushi family um speaking of bill murray though he was actually up for the character of bill dancer and had to turn it down for what about bob he was busy shooting that all right so i love what about bob so i only want to say you make the right choice but who knows this could have been this could have been my my what about bob if he did this who knows i don't know definitely could have been maybe who knows i don't know if he's right for this role but whatever hard to say yeah Anyway. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the trivia. Thought those those little things were kind of interesting. I've been trivialized. <laughs> no, I, that's not right. <laughs> so we get introduced to this father daughter duo. Yeah, that's really what we thought. <laughs> what was that? I don't like this intro. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think it, it. It's what's so bad about it? Okay, it. It, watching it like when I'm watching it watching the movie for the first time this first time me seeing this I'm like okay so this is a just lo- like a bunch of eclectic items that she has right? yes and that's kind of the idea and- my thought is intrigue we're getting flashbacks the only flashbacks we'll ever get in the movie yeah and so this is like I'm gonna bring this up later in the movie I feel like there's something I'm missing is there something that was cut that like explains something that happened. I'm confused about hmm. what the situation is. I feel like there's a prequel comic that I'm missing or something yeah. where I'm like, what's with this stuff? Does it, is it supposed to have meaning to us? Like at first I was certain I was like, we're going to see, we're going to find out how her past is and how all this stuff kind of ties back. It's in slow motion. It's artistic. What is this girl about? What's the deal with this ring? What is all this? I have no idea. They kind of do a reverse explanation, which I I don't know was... They didn't explain all the stuff. Well, they did explain the ring, but they didn't explain, like, any of the other stuff, really. Okay, you might have to help me out with the ring. I must have missed the detail. But, yeah, a lot of the the stuff going on in the past that we find out happens probably about halfway into the movie. And I I was certain. I was like... Maybe even later. Maybe. It's like... like, I feel like it's pretty far along. It's deep in there. And I kept thinking, all right, and there's going to be another twist... That kind of reveals more about the past. No, yeah. No. No. And so I'm kind of confused. So at first when I saw this intro, I was like, all right, so we're going to find out about what all this, these knickknacks and all this crap is about. And so looking back on it, I'm like, what are they doing? This is for a different movie. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But anyways. It was a little odd. <laughs> the music's nice though. It has like a, it's it's weird. It, I don't think it fits the 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 movie but it has like a fairy tale aesthetic to like the music it's very whimsical i find i don't really remember the music of movies like at all yeah you refer back to it and i honestly i don't know what music it's something about the way my memory works it's just i feel like yours works more on a musical level than yeah i mean i write it down at the time i'm like yeah like what i'm thinking about the music and i'm like i just i can't even think back at what like for some reason it's just something in my head like I, yeah. I feel like I remember like some details sometimes that you don't remember, but you like always remember the music like s- pretty well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah, yeah, music. <laughs> I like that stuff. So do you. 
but I don't know. In movies, I just for some reason I'm just like, huh? What are they? Yeah. Sa- what are they doing with the yeah. music? And no, it's good. Yeah. Anyways, so what are we doing? So basically, they're on the move. <laughs> I I think I think one of the things I got out of like the silly strange intro was like her love of rings like that's kind of the thing that i like okay. wrote down it was like this ring was important to her and it, i at first you know before i watched the movie i was thinking like okay she wants to get married like that's what it is like she's wearing a ring because she wants to get married and okay. like that's an obsession of hers and we're gonna understand that later and <laughs> by the end of the movie you realize like that's not it at all it's mm-hmm. like to no. me, no. yeah, I don't know if this is something we should explain at the end or the beginning, but I'm going to go ahead and explain it now anyway. Sure. <laughs> um, to me, the ring like is just like her connection with, you know, her mother and you know her, whatever you want to call <laughs> John. Is it? It's Bill. Bill. Whatever you want to call Bill. I still don't her, know what to call him. <laughs> her step step in father. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> the father that stepped <clears throat> in to take care of her. Um, it's just like when she has that ring, it's like it's it's just like the connection she has with them. And like when it's left for her, it's like, I'm sorry, you know, remember me kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's kind of an ongoing thing. So I think I think that's like probably the most important thing, like here at the beginning, like that they're trying to like impress on us. Yeah, I, I have more to add about that, but I think you're right. But I have more to add about that. When we get there, for sure, for <laughs> sure, I have, I have something to say about it, but it ends up being completely wrong. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So, uh, we're we're they arrive in Chicago, right? The beginning of the yeah. movie is them like. At first, I didn't realize it was Chicago. I was thinking it was New York, just because yeah. I'm so conditioned to thinking when you arrive in a large city, it's got to be New York. I mean, it's similar aesthetic. I mean, it's not like ridiculously different but it's not like california to new york it's yeah still i mean like, when you're in downtown any large city it yeah looks similar to new york exactly but then they mention <laughs> it true. later i'm like oh yeah of course yeah yeah <laughs> and so what they're i don't i guess i immediately get the kind of impression of what they're doing they're just that father and daughter kind of scam artist kind of thing. yeah i don't really understand why he's not trying to get a job that 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 whole dynamic was kind of confusing to me Yes. And then later, you know, like she gets mad about it. It's like I just got from like all these little scenes we have here at the beginning, like showing them scanning and leading up to, you know, him jumping in front of the car. It's like, yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Like, this is your plan. It's it's odd. It's like you don't see how it would be sustainable. Like we're know? supposed to like him, you know, like that's the feeling I'm getting. Right. Aren't you? Yes, you were like, supposed we're to. supposed to like Bill. It's like, oh, look at Bill. Look at how he's taking care of Sue. But it's like. No, he's being completely irresponsible here. And, yes. like, he's being, you know, a leech on society at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a strange dynamic of, like, oh, we want them to, like, you know, succeed or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, no, you're being awful. Yeah, and in a way, he's almost, like, kind of brainwashed, in a way, Sue with it because she loves this crap. Yeah. Like, she thinks this is how life is. Seeker. Yeah, she's like, this is awesome. Everyone else out there, they're the phony ones. They're the people we yeah. look down on. What we're doing, the we're awesome. The hardworking people. <laughs> the hardworking people of Chicago are ridiculous. Yeah. We're the ones who are creative, and we're the ones who are actually ourselves. And so, yeah. yeah. Strange dynamic. Very strange. I don't know what they're doing here at the beginning when they try to go into that restaurant. What is what's their plan? Yeah, when he's like talking I guess about Sue his grab rights. some food. I, I suppose. I, don't know. I guess he was hoping he could force his way in. Uh, um, two waters, please, sir. I mean, what <laughs> on earth? Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah, 
it's it's that kind of script writing it's like i uh, yeah it's like you said i don't really get the point yeah it's our steve carell uh cameo by the way this is where that, is. that's why they scripted it this way i'm sure obviously we gotta find a place to put you buddy you're a dynamite you're gonna be a big star someday <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's nothing. It's, it's strange. It, do not watch this movie if you're looking for some Steve Carell. <laughs> Steve Carell fan, <laughs> you can skip this one. You can skip this one. You've seen. Just it, go to YouTube and for... watch his five second clip. <laughs> yeah, you'll see him for a few seconds, and you'll walk looking off. Looking all and young again. Oh man, he looks so young. But yeah, they get kicked out, and then uh, they immediately start conceiving of this. The basically the the scheme that sets off for the whole. It movie. seems like this is something they've done before. I can't remember what's said, but it's like, oh, we're going to do this again. The old hit your father <laughs> in the head with a club and get pretend to get hit by a car thing. What's so weird is that she hit him then, and then she also had to hit him again. Yeah, when it's it was like, happening? Why? It's like, yeah. It's like, couldn't you just hit the back of the car? Like, I don't know. It's a very Strange. confusing scene, for sure. Well, yeah, sling yeah. the board under the car. Her, we yes. meet the lady earlier, by the way, too. We skipped that whole yeah, part. Yeah, I mean, she's like a she's divorce, like a divorce lawyer. lawyer, and she's emotionless, I think is like the big thing we're supposed to understand. Yeah. I, I guess she's talking about so. grinding this lady's husband into the ground. Man, <laughs> this this whole thing, I feel like they're they're trying to be like, okay, she is this really hard and cold, like ruthless person. Which she is in this one in scene. In this one scene. <laughs> yeah. Immediately after this, you never get the impression. We obviously both came to the same conclusion. (laughs) Yes, you never again get the impression that she is cold or uncaring. You actually have the opposite kind of feeling. It's so strange. She feels terrible when she thinks she hit him. She feels so... She's like... She has like PTSD. She's like (laughs) having flashbacks. And she's scared she's going to do it again. She's like, oh my God. She's like... She feels so bad. I would mostly be worried about the person suing me. Like, oh, yeah. Like, that's the strange part. It's like, oh, I'll just take him out for a hot meal. It'll be okay. Like, she's caring, but it's like, she seems like she's caring about things she wouldn't be caring about if she was a lawyer. Yeah, if she was this kind of person. And it's like, she does take them out to dinner, and you think it might be the whole, all right, you guys good? All right, goodbye. We're not contacting any lawyers. Hope you enjoyed your meal. Bye. <laughs> but no, she's like, she's with her boyfriend or whatever who's... A nightmare. I guess we'll talk about that he hates. (laughs) Walker later, he's like, "Ooh, I thought that steak looked pretty good. I'd, I'd get it or whatever the steak because like he holds up. He said, "I've ridden on better, (laughs) better meat than that or whatever he meant by that." But oh um, lord, I forgot he said that. Yeah, I I assume he meant on horses or or cattle or something. Let's assume that. All right. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) moving on. Um, it's just. Yeah, it's very strange how she's like acts so cold, and then all of a sudden later she's like, "Oh my god!" Is she like imagining what could be happening to them as she flashes to Bill yeah, and Sue? That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. I, I assume because right. I, they're I like all over the city in different awful situations. Yeah. yeah, just in the snow. I guess the thing that you the worst case scenario that you know <laughs> a, a kind hearted person would imagine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I don't do something, maybe this her is their guilt fate. is. Is creeping in, and I feel like she's also thinking like, "Oh, I've made it worse now by running into her father." Yeah, <laughs> and and so we're to assume there's a connection here, um, because uh, Sue's given Bill crap, being like, "Oh, you, you uh, didn't like take her for more 
uh, because you think she's pretty or whatever. Yeah. That's a whole thing. That's supposed to be like seeding a romance. But he didn't even get a chance either. Like, no. That didn't seem fair because the boyfriend really came in and like ruined the whole thing like immediately. Yeah. I didn't get the thought that like they could have taken her. And also, I don't know what they would have done because they have this really strange rule set. They're not allowed to steal Yeah, is the thing. What was he supposed to do? Don't break any laws. Don't break any laws, at least not the ones that uh, we like or whatever, (laughs) and don't steal. So what would they have done? I have no idea. (laughs) I guess act like your broken rib is like hurting you all of a sudden. I don't know. I guess so. I mean, we find out later that they kind of go for a more long con, I guess, as it comes comes to like a scam. Out of nowhere, they're like, okay, let's go back. What are they doing? I don't know what their plan (laughs) is here. They're like, they go back. And then I guess they're just gonna talk to her is what I'm I'm kind of getting at. Hey. We'll just stand around and see if she shows up. Yeah, it's like of course she's gonna show up. She works there. Cause like he has this. Also, like the weird thing, he has this one line to Sue: "Be like, this is the kind of lady you want to look for for in, in a mom or whatever." It's yeah. almost like he's trying to court for like a mother for Sue. Yeah. And so I guess that's only there to. Leave I've got up. something to say about that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not? This whole dynamic. Yeah, I don't know what the dynamic is. We, oh my god, we have a lot to say about this ending. I'm so sure. But yeah, what do you, do you think? This is funny. This one scene with uh, him, uh, her. You know, she's she's so worried about hitting something. She's looking back. She's having PTSD. And then she just races down the ramp. Yeah, texts her phone. And then first of all, she could have stopped. He yeah. could have moved. <laughs> like both things. Mm-hmm. It's just it's movies, man. <laughs> I always have a problem when there's like an accident. It always seems so avoidable. Yeah. Was it that that movie with uh, Matt Damon and uh, you know the one I'm talking about where they're like supposed to fall in love and like there's like the architectural book of like their path. Yeah, in life. it's uh, the Adjustment Bureau. Yeah. <laughs> where where she like breaks her leg like yeah. midway through the movie, and it's like if all these sequence of events. Had changed in oh, one tiny gracious. bit. You remember that scene? Yes. Like, this might not have happened. Oh, my God. But they all had to come together in the right sequence. I guess the Adjustment Bureau may have been behind this <laughs> circumstance. We got freaking... It was a very similar kind of thing. <laughs> and it's always getting hit by a car. We got Sam Wilson over here <laughs> plotting the whole thing out. That's right. Look oh for the men God. with the hats. <laughs> Turning the doorknobs the backwards way. I can't way. believe we're talking about that movie. I like that movie. Actually. It's pretty good. It's a it's a premise. It I, is I, a premise. I did like the idea of that movie. It's a good premise. It's exactly what happened here. Exactly. Exactly. The, the links are there. <laughs> but yeah, it's in everything. You see it in real life too, because like there was a video game store that got like crashed into by a car. It was yeah. like RU Games in like Tampa, and uh, the guy the the car comes so close to hitting this guy, but he's like. <clears throat> and books it out of the way. Yeah. That's usually what happens. You yeah. see these like near misses where people just Your like adrenaline snaps. Yeah. Pops and, in. And you just go you just go scuttling away. Yeah. And no, instead of going, oh yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I know after my accident what that adrenaline feels like. It like you change. You're changing you become, man, Luke. <laughs> you become ten years younger and much more spry. <laughs> it's like I'm ready to go. And by go, I mean wherever I can to survive. Oh, my God. <laughs> In this case, Mr. Belushi just stands there like an idiot and gets hit. Huh? He gets hit hard, too. Yeah. You killed my dad for real. It's strange to me, like, how it's still, like, all an act. 
Yeah. Like he goes back to her apartment, you know, and he's recovering and everything. But it makes it seem like he never got hurt at all, even though he got hit very hard. I, I can't help but think that he did get hurt, but he's playing it up, right? Like he got but hurt. But he's like playing it up like immediately. I feel like he would be more hurt than that. Yeah. Like he obviously obviously he's not. legitimately for days, but it seems yeah. like right when he gets back, he's like, he's hurt. He's like he immediately hamming it up more. He's hamming. He's, oh. Oh. If he was that hurt, he should have gone to a hospital. Not have some neighbor doctor come down and say, well, yep, he's probably going to die. <laughs> it's all ridiculous. This They would have taken him to the hospital, Luke. I'm downstairs if you need me. There's no way this woman would take them back to his house, to her house. She's a lawyer. I understand. She's a lawyer. <laughs> I understand she feels bad, but... She knows what a big deal this could be to her. He could have internal bleeding. I know she call like makes a house call. This is very strange doctor, by the way. <laughs> he, he judges her obviously immediately, which he should, <laughs> just for I the feel wrong like reason. He's just but trying to hit on her here. He picks his wedgie. Did you see? Was this a mistake? <laughs> he's on the way out the door, and he just no. They clearly like filmed it. Why? And I think they clearly <laughs> filmed it in a way where it's like, look at this. Oh my gosh. I guess but, it's supposed to like establish something about his character, which is weird. We never because see we never him see him again. again. Exactly. We're, it's we're like, not supposed to think he's a, a gross goofball. Or he couldn't have been like more that. of a pointless character. He's so serious. Just, then you you see be him. careful around him. All right. Pick my, pick my <laughs> wedgie real quick. So, so weird. So, I mean. He couldn't uh, do a second take. Pick it out, right? A wedgie-less take. <laughs> I don't know why you leave that in just to be like, that's hilarious, right? <laughs> and wedgie. Hey, we're Doc, we're thinking idea. you pick your wedgie here. That's what I'm thinking. It's a lot of levels upon levels to your character. The audience will be rolling in their seats. Oh my gosh. <laughs> huh. Anyway, she just uh, gives... This is, this is the start of a lot of things. For some reason, this movie has this weird thing where... I feel like this movie isn't a slapstick comedy. It isn't. It isn't a National Lampoon movie. It isn't not like at all. a weird science movie. It's barely a comedy, honestly. It, yeah, it's not even like a Ferris Bueller kind of thing. But every now and then they have these, these moments that are straight from a National Lampoon. Yeah. They have like sound effects, like cartoon sound effects. But it's like nothing else of the movie really sets it up as like, okay, this is going to be a jokey time, you know? It's like, it, yeah. it just, it feels like homeward bound like aesthetic <laughs> you know where it's like there might be some funny things but it's like we're talking about like somewhat serious you know yeah family level like drama it, it's like it's a it's supposed to be just like kind of a family movie that has a plenty of moments of levity levity but not yeah. like these big comedic yeah. bits yeah. Where not at all boom. just like giggly like things yeah yeah lampoonish strange i would say but yeah she's sitting here eating her pizza and there's this our first cartoon sound effects which i'm just like <laughs> what in the world and so you know what so, cartoon sound effects aren't always terrible in these things sometimes you do them we don't even notice them there's a cartoon sound effect in jurassic park when uh <laughs> uh the one guy slips when he's trying to get the uh the formula there's a or whatever sound effect in that movie. it's No one talks about it like, oh, dear God, remember that cartoon oh, sound Lord. effect here? But they're a plenty, and they're distracting It sounds awful weird. when you talk about it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, it is kind of <laughs> awful sounding, but in the moment, it's not as bad yeah. as it sounds. But <laughs> why do they have that in Jurassic Park? Anyways, um, but yeah, she eats the pizza, and she's just like, boom, or whatever. It's just this weird... 
Ugh, I hate that. But I don't know. She's. Uh, Are you digging Curly Sue at this point? This is a very important question. I think it's not <laughs> until around this point where I could act. I'm, I'm literally thinking about throughout the movie. And it's not. Around, you don't really know who she is, right? Exactly. That's how I kind of feel. I don't know until this moment. All I will say. I'll say generally, no, but she's not terrible. There's moments where I'm like, okay, I know what they were going for here. And yeah, yeah, they pull that off. She's not wholly terrible. There's moments where you do like, I think she's best here in, in some of these early scenes with, with a gray where she's being inquisitive. I kind of like that. Like, Oh, why does it, this smells good. Why? And she's yeah. like confused yeah. about that. I'm like, Oh, this is pretty genuine and actually kind of cute. I, I, right. I like this. It's when she's, Doing the overly quirky stuff and the really big stuff. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Like when she stands up and sings the the national anthem on her bed, that's creepy. <laughs> There's something about that that's creepy. It, I'd it be felt scared. completely out of left field to me. It was like, play ball. Like, what? I don't know. It just didn't work for me. It's. It didn't. It, it just didn't make sense. It's, it's weird. Just like okay, and I don't like it. <laughs> but <laughs> this actor, actress, I looked up to see like kind of what she does, and a lot of it is musical. Like she does a lot of musical stuff, and you can kind of tell she has a voice. I yeah. mean, she has a she she has she a voice. has a voice. Yeah, and so I'm not surprised when I looked up that she was in like the Ten Commandments, the musical, or something like that. And she was yeah. meet, meet Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a musical number? In Eddie Meet Murphy. Dave? I've never seen Meet Dave. I don't know what happens in Meet I Dave. Either. And we never will. But <laughs> <laughs> she does musical stuff as well. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know. What about you? What do you? What's your beat on her? She to me, she. I don't know if this is how I feel the whole movie or just at this point, but she feels like, like if she was like my niece, like that's the feeling I get at this point. It's like this is a good she, thing? she's a cute kid. Who like is adorable, but she doesn't command the screen at all, <laughs> and yeah. she doesn't like say anything in a way that it's like, oh wow, did you see Curly Sue? Like that girl was really good. Like True Grit to me is a perfect example where like Haley Steinfeld, yeah, like she did a really good job of making you like pay attention to what she was doing and like the way she. You know, she just like commanded that character, I feel like. And Curly Sue like doesn't do that at all for me. I know. She's just like, oh, she's cute. She's sweet. But she doesn't like Macaulay Culkin is a great example of a child actor who like, you know, mm -hmm. did cute things that endeared you to him. And she she fails to do that for me. She's she's just like, okay. Here's the problem, I think. Here's a big problem. Is the fact that we're talking about this. It's because the movie is called Curly Sue, and yeah. there she yeah. is on the poster. They tell you yeah. you're supposed to pay attention to her. Where this movie could have very yeah. well been this ensemble. This is going to be a Home movie. Alone version of a girl. Exactly. Like, um, but it's going to all be about the child. She yeah. isn't as much the focus of this movie as, say, like Dennis yeah. the Menace is the focus of that movie. You know what I mean? She's, Jim Belushi is. I mean, that's this is what the movie's all about. Yeah, it's about Bill. They're in the movie just as much, and so is Gray. I mean, they're yeah. all very much in this movie. I wouldn't say Curly Sue is supposed to take this movie over. Yeah. She's just a big element. It's about, like, it. what is Bill doing, and, like, what has he done that has now affected Curly Sue? Yes. And it's like, how is Curly Sue reacting to the situation that Bill has put her in? Exactly. Like, that's He's the dynamic the one of the who movie. has to make all the decisions. Yeah. 
He's the one who has to be proactive. Whereas if this is a kids' movie with Curly Sue, she'd be the one to have to make some sort of uh, have some moment yeah. to change. It's like Home Alone. It's like Macaulay Culkin is put in that situation because of what he did, and then yeah. he has to make all the decisions for the rest of the movie. And he goes on the journey he goes on, and she yeah. does, she's not that at all. She's just following Bill around, basically. And Dennis the Menace is in charge of killing oh, Christopher man. Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean that is a good example. Yeah, I mean yeah. Dennis the Menace, he really does like he makes his own decisions. Like does he's on his own path? Yeah, exactly. That, I mean that is a good point. It's as, as silly as silly being, uh, as that is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's silly. We're talking about like Dennis the Menace, but it's I mean it's kind of true. I mean we talked about it for like an hour and a couple episodes ago, so it's not it's too silly. Sad. We ever talk about it again? That we have to bring it up three episodes <laughs> later. <laughs> But anyways, yes, I I think we're at what we're talking about. This movie shouldn't have been Curly Sue. It should have been, yeah. I don't know, anything else almost. And, and I think Bill it and Curly. I think it may have done better too. Because what are you supposed to think of this movie? What you don't know what it is when you see the poster. And you, I didn't even know what time period it was yeah. supposed to be in. And so yeah, it's unfair that this girl has to carry the weight of this movie. I think, and and I don't think they're giving her really the. I don't know. They're not equipping her to do so. So it's it's weird that we're even having to have this conversation, but we do because yeah. the movie kind of demands that we do. Yeah, should have been retitled. I think is the main thing we agree on. I don't know. Anyways, play ball. I guess Bill and Sue. We'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's horrified as I would be too. This is a okay. What part I'll, are we talking about here? Where she, where she stands up, sings the pledge of allegiance. It's their, right. their first night there, and okay, so this is kind of funny. A little bit. I think this is actually kind of funny. Where the the walker, the jerk boyfriend, comes to their place, goes into the room that Sue's in because yep. Gray locked the door. And then we get this this, this is a series of punching. Punching match is what I wrote. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I was amused by it. So, yeah. She punches it's Walker. so ridiculous. Walker punches Bill or whatever. And, uh, it's not at all how this would really happen. Yeah. And then freaking Gray punches Walker and they're yeah. all just like kind of on the floor. Okay. I didn't recognize you. Oh, what geez. Yeah, right. Bull crap. But still, <laughs> it was played off in a, in a way that made me uh, made me chuckle. Not roll over in my uh, couch laughing, but yeah. <laughs> it was, it's funny enough. Silly. And then the housekeeper kind of has a similar situation. Yeah. Minus the punching. <laughs> He's just like, hello? <laughs> my gosh. <gasps> <gasps> what is that? Do you like creams it with a telephone or something? Is that right? Yeah, I don't remember. Like that. She's it's been not four days, Jordan. <laughs> oh, how long has it been? I watched it Monday, so. Oh, I thought you were saying four days in the days. universe of this movie. Oh, <laughs> Sure. I guess. No, I don't think so, but sure. Honestly, it, it is kind of strange. It seems ridiculous if it is the next day. That that man would be so hurt. Yeah. He would not be like moving around and playing silly <laughs> jokes and eventually poker and smoking cigars. Yeah. You know, I don't know what that there's some, I don't know what the time frames are here. There's a moment where I get very confused. I'm like, wait a minute, how long it's been? They start acting like, yeah. you know, like, okay, so they put Sue to work with the maid, I guess, while Bill tries to find a job. And they're acting like it's been weeks. They're, when uh, Gray comes home, you're like, and they're like, oh, how was your day or whatever. I'm like, they're acting like they've been doing yeah. this a long time. Yeah. But there's things that believe me lead me to believe that it's the John, next day, too. That's a thing with John Hughes, I would say. Like, time periods are very confusing. Yeah. Like... 
planes, trains, and automobiles. We have no idea how long the movie's like taking place in. Yeah, like I think a day has passed, and then I find out two days have, and I'm like, oh, so we've missed Thanksgiving. Va- vacation already. we were talking about, like you were talking about how long it would take. It was the like two week drive, two or, two or three to days. California. It was like how long it would actually take to get there, but it was like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, if they start to settle into this, I mean, at what at this point, like around this point is when gray the jig is up and gray finds out right about that they're that she's being played what happens yeah this this is kind of the talk where i can't remember what like sets this off okay it's it's uh because she all, all of a sudden she starts to like really wise up to things i think curly sue she like talked to her about her mother right yeah and then like her spelling whole the, oh, like yeah. she caught yeah, her in the lie right. That like yeah. she's really like that she's really good at spelling and they, like they taught her to spell this really big yeah, word yeah. and try to How sound about cute. Dog? Yeah, and she's yeah. like, I can't. And I'll do so it later. Like, <laughs> and then she immediately puts everything together at that yeah. point, which you know, impressive. She's smart. Then I she guess. goes like really aggressive at Bill. Yeah, like basically, I'm going to take your daughter, and he's like, No, it's yeah. not going to happen. That's pretty bold. She's the only one. She's basically the only thing I have in this world. So very bold of her to go into this guy's. Uh, going to confront this guy who you don't know, who all you know at this point is that he's been lying and he's a scammer and yeah. probably a criminal, and to be like, I'm freaking taking your daughter. Do yeah. something about yeah. it. Yeah. Or whatever. And You don't want to put somebody in the corner like that. Yeah, and he made it clear in that conversation that he's prepared to, what, he says, I'll knock your head off or whatever. He's like, if you try to take her away from me or whatever. Yeah. And so that kind of makes her back down, I guess, a little bit. And then she gets like, she actually starts being inquisitive be like all right what's the situation here yeah and i have questions there's the strangest thing in this scene it's like it's the same thing as you were talking about earlier i trying to find what yeah so <laughs> they have that whole talk the whole everything it like gets emotional and then she hits him in the head with the closet door <laughs> you remember that part of course <laughs> it's like what it's the antithesis of what I'm talking about. She's she's just like, I'm sorry. And he's just standing there like, uh. And then he falls over. It's like, really? It's this like, is a fine what? scene. This is just a, a fine scene with fine acting. A very emotional scene. And fine writing. Yeah. And the, the emotions are played right. And it has to be punctuated with this boom. It's like cartoon so thing. So weird. As he gets he's hit just the standing there. It's awful <laughs> like why would you do this as a writer how and you're directing this movie how could you allow this yeah. if you care about the characters and you care about the scene that you just painstakingly i assumingly wrote and then all of a sudden you feel like you need to really just punctuate it even after this. you film that scene why don't you think back on it and go you know let's do it without the door hit maybe we do it without anything funny at the end we just moved to the yeah. next scene Maybe we shouldn't throw a rubber chicken at the audience's face at the end of this dramatic scene. <laughs> this feels like a mixture of she's having a baby and vacation. Yeah. You know, like she's having a baby, I feel like was a little too serious for itself. And the vacation obviously was just ridiculous the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very odd mix. It, yeah. It's, the tone is all over the place. And I have, okay. So what Bill says here, I have a question about. So, after this movie's over, I, I still have no idea what this what the situation is. I really don't. Okay, so she said he says I'm not her father. Yeah. I I met her mother on a on a one night stand. Most guys get VD, and I got a daughter, or I got a baby. 
Yep. What happened? What they, it was, they had a one night stand, and the the mother just left. She left. She just like crept out in the morning. That's what that's what my assumption is. Okay, because the way that's like, the way that's like framed is that like, most guys get VD, but I got. A, a, a kid as in like she got pregnant off of that one night stand because that's what happens sometimes and so is that right <laughs> that so i've been told and so listen like, here luke <laughs> let me take you about the about life real quick but it, it's just the way it's framed in that story it makes me think okay so he is the father but he says he's not so it's just a strange way to put it, it that that line i think she is, just left yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I'm to believe if he's not the father, that she either left or died. So I don't really, it, it's just very strangely told, that story. All the emotions She was right. Steve Carell and he was John Candy. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyways. <laughs> Steve Carell left John Candy. He's trying to get away from him, playing strains and automobiles. Oh, Steve Martin. Steve Carell's oh. in this movie. I mean, he left this movie. Did I say that? I meant to say, yeah. It's all right. But yes, Steve Carell did leave. He's Steve and she's Steve and he's John. It's two Steves of, uh, of John Hughes. But anyways, yeah. so this is, that's kind of where the status quo kind of changes. And she's like, you could stay all of a sudden kind of like after hearing the story, she says you could stay here as long as you want. Yeah. Huh. She, yeah. She's, I think she finally is like making a connection with them at this point. It's like, she's given in to like what the feelings that we were talking about earlier. Like yeah. She felt bad for them. You know, she obviously likes Sue a lot. And I think, she, you know, Bill's starting to grow on her at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the whole dy dynamic really changes. This is like a pivotal point, I think, in the movie. Yeah. Where it's she's, like now she's on their team. Yeah. She wants them to succeed. Yeah. He's more inspired for some reason. I guess the fact that he's here makes them being like, okay, well, I got to do something. Because it's like weird. He's like a leech on society. But at the same time, he like doesn't seem to like to mooch. So it's like this weird thing. Yeah, you but think he's not trying in the earlier scenes either. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Strange. So we just don't get a really good impression of it. And so, like, at this point, she's trying to buy him clothes, which I hate that scene. And uh, he's trying to get a job. Yeah, but it almost feels like she buys him the... I think he goes and gets a job earlier. And then, like, she's just buying the clothes, like, for that dinner scene. Yeah, here's your it's suit for strange. your contractor job. Yeah, you work at <laughs> a construction job, exactly. And I hate those. I don't know why I hate this one scene with the with their shopping. And yeah. the guys are like, how can I help? It's so how silly. How can we help you? I was like, what the silliest scene. Just, like, piling up the bags and. Yeah, showing these ridiculous outfits and showing her reaction. It's awful. As far as mon I, I'm all for an early 90s and 80s montage. This is yeah, not, not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> not great. Where so this next? is kind of where I think the boyfriend like finally is like he finally hits the wall. I feel like when he shows up and they're all there and dressed up and <clears throat> yeah, this is just kind of like the point at which I feel like I don't know how she doesn't doesn't like end things like how she didn't end things earlier. Like he's so ridiculous. He's all is to her overly awful. The entire movie, like she, he's been demanding, he's been controlling, he's been manipulative. You know, he's been all those things right from the beginning. It's like she should have broken up with him long ago. She's a she's a pretty woman. She could be with anyone, and she's with this manipulative, you know, stuck up jerk. And this like is, he truly shows yeah. his colors in these this scene. 
This is a John Hughes thing. We've talked about it over and over and over. Some kind of wonderful. It dis it does disservice to the female character to say, let's just have this monster that she's with yeah. for no reason. There's no like, yeah. oh, like she needs this because he's manipulating her and she's being like brainwashed to be with him or something. It's just like, no, she's just with him and puts up with the crap until the movie says she doesn't anymore. Oh, yeah. And it's just, it's annoying. Yeah. It does, it's because he's, oh, he's like a monster. There's no redeeming quality about him. That's the thing. It's a lot like some kind of wonderful, you're right. Yeah, where we have Leah Thompson's character who's yeah. with this monster who's just... Who's just consistently awful. Yeah, it's one thing if he's like, okay, he's good, he's good, he's good, he's good, but oh, he's showing his true color. Maybe he crosses now. a line every once in a while. It's like, no, he crosses yeah. a line in every scene every that he's scene, in. Every <laughs> word he says is venomous and awful. And she's like, just, Walker! Don't say that or whatever. She doesn't like, even like break up with him in this scene. That's the strange thing to me. He's at his worst here. Where he's <laughs> he's just ridiculous. Consistently, everything he them. says is just so terrible. Yeah. Clearly, these people matter to her, and it should matter to him. Yeah, and, and it's weird because we are getting like that start of that sexual chemistry. But oh, okay, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's supposed to be sexual chemistry between uh, Bill and Gray when she sees him in the suit, and he's and she's like. Ooh la la! You like she's like, she wants to like rip that that those, <laughs> that, those clothes off him. He is like, wow. I like the way your hair recedes, boy. <laughs> yeah, male pattern, male pattern baldness, baldness. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, and and so they end up leaving the rest, the fancy yeah. restaurant that they tried to go before. They end up leaving because Walker is just so venomous. I really, this is probably some of my favorite scenes. Is what comes after this and the whole like them going out and. Going to the wedding mm. and going to the movies. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun seeing her cut loose because she's like been relatively uptight. So it's nice to see like some warmth from the character. Uh, Those are the scenes I feel like work. It's like, okay, I, I understand, you know, why they're like jiving at this point. Like this kind of looks like fun, honestly, to yeah. me. It's like, I don't really know about this movie they go to, though. I have questions. <laughs> the oh, whole, the whole, Most uh, ridiculous sound effects. The whole audience is like they've lost their it mind. It sounds like a, <laughs> some kind of cartoon, like a Saturday it's afternoon Looney cartoon. It, it is Looney and Tunes. And everyone, first of all, it's packed, which is ridiculous. Yeah, people are acting crazy they they're going love it. wild with this cheap early the, 90s 3d <laughs> the laughing pattern doesn't even make sense either it's like they laugh and there's no build-up to it it's like it's a laugh and then it's a laugh and then it's a laugh it's like a real joke it would be a laugh and then there'd be like time and stuff would happen and then there'd be another laugh and it's just like ah! <laughs> exactly. It's it like no, and it's 3D too. That's so silly. It's so, the, the the most embarrassing part is when Gray. <laughs> you see her reaching for the 3D oh my or whatever. God. She, if you like change oh the music to this scene to make it look like an insane asylum, <laughs> and this all these people are just out of their mind, <laughs> it would work because she's reaching for the 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 air. <laughs> so stupid it's, it's embarrassing none of that had to be added <laughs> i don't know but it's so it, i and then I the was popcorn laughing, and not... coke thing like makes no sense um okay so next they go to the house right and uh this is kind I... of at the same time the boyfriend's like sitting there stewing 
you remember this? I love this kind of stuff. It's We're like, just so it's the best word for it. He's just stewing and stewing. Yeah, it is consumed with evil. <laughs> it is a black aura. I can't Ooh. believe a homeless man. <laughs> Is living with my girlfriend. He just—he's <laughs> sipping on his whiskey, sitting in his armchair, just <sighs> must murder Bill. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, back at the Bill's house, nestled into the piano. He's pretty good playing some sensual tunes. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. It, What's the thing? Well, okay, so I keep getting the sense that he wasn't that Bill wasn't always in this situation. It was only after he um he had or you know had It's Sue's but, fault, yeah. Well, no. Like, okay, yeah. But, That's what you're saying. But it's like it needed to be. He's like he's he used to be a guy who had a job, just Blame a normal it on the child. dude. Yep. But I guess when he had uh, like most people, when you have a children, you look at that child and you're like, Wow, set the responsibility I hold fault. in my hand. Oh, okay. I should be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be homeless Let's together. Let's beg together. I'm going to show you a life of poverty. I wonder how old Sue was. He did say a baby, didn't he? Like, yeah. Like when he got her. And there's scenes, like that in the beginning scene, there's like those flashbacks of him like boop, 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 with a baby. That, that would be hard, though. I mean, it'd be hard to go off to work. You know, it's if you weren't making reason. a lot of money. Definitely. If you, you know, you couldn't afford a babysitter. That I would don't be tough. I don't hear a lot of stories where I that that start. I had a baby and then I became homeless with that baby. <laughs> that would not be a good series of events. No, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but something happens at least yeah. to the baby. I don't know. This is, anyways. But this is where they fall in love, basically. <laughs> this is where they fall in love. That's what we're supposed to understand. But it's when he when he's playing piano. I mean, you don't learn piano as a homeless person. I don't think, <laughs> at least not to this level. So he was a jazz singer in a former life. I guess. But he's like he's playing pretty well, and she's digging it. She's like, oh man, oh man. And they 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 have the almost a kiss. good way to get a girl, Jordan. It is. You just snuggle up, play just some jazz, tickle the music. ivories, and bring the lady in close. Yeah, it's play just... those those high keys around her shoulder. Oh yeah, it's a good move. <laughs> it's a suave move. It's a good move, Bill, and it's ruined. It is Sue's fault here. I will say this is <laughs> Sue's fault. I don't know if him being homeless is Sue's fault, but <laughs> him not being able to mack on a gray, I guess, is. Because she feels the need to again stand on her bed and sing. I guess that's yeah, a thing. Yeah. I guess that's just what she does. I'm sure she liked it just as well. <laughs> oh wait, she totally did. But I, I don't know. It's just <laughs> I don't get the quirk. It's supposed to be cute. I'm not. I'm not liking it. But anyways, the cops come and <laughs> it's happened. So yeah. Quickly. The boyfriend calls family services. Happens so quickly. It's the whole ending begins at this point. It's literally like 30 seconds from, and like the way this is shot, 30 seconds from the time the cops come and take them away and they're in prison. I mean, well, Bill's in jail and yep. Sue's in a home in a home of some sort. Looking pitiful. Looking very sad. <laughs> yeah. My gosh, they make it seem like it's the, like hell. I don't know. It's strange to me how like Gray goes back to the office and like the boss is like mad at her for like helping the lady out. Because, like, she was feeling, I guess, compassionate for the lady. I don't even remember the names of this lady. But this lady's getting divorced to, I guess, this prominent figure that ends up with the, the mayor or something. I don't know. He's, like, some kind of political figure. It seems like such 
a strange subplot at the beginning just to establish her character, you would never think that they're bringing it back to be integral to the rest yeah, of the plot. Yeah. It's like apparently the only reason she's able to get Sue out of the home. Yeah, he's, she like pretty much bribes the guy. Because right? she has no legal rights, I guess, to take yeah. her. Yeah, so he pulls some strings to like allow what happens next yeah. to happen. There's some pictures of somebody in a blue Speedo. Exactly. She says it, something like that. It's fantasy. It's a deus ex machina to be yeah. like, here's the thing that happens. He'd say, okay, the police yeah. will be over in a second. Police are on their way. and But no, it's just the thing that happens that allows the impossible thing to happen, yeah. basically. It's a strange explanation for it. Yeah, I mean, we, we completely skipped over this part, uh, but that happened at the beginning of the movie. They stay at like a homeless shelter, and... Uh, another yep. homeless guy. Get the ring stolen. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about this homeless guy later. He's in Home Alone. Oh yeah, snakes. Yeah, from uh, the fake movie Angels yeah. with Filthy Souls. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Right when he said like some line, I was like, that voice, snakes. so recognizable, so recognizable. He said something, yeah. and he's like, no problem. And I was like, oh, it's a snakes. good voice. It's, it's a very good. Voice. Be a great voice for like video game voiceovers. <laughs> It's the weirdest plot because it just didn't matter. Yeah. It was solved as easily as the problem came. Did was this was this before Home Alone? Uh, yes. Home Alone ninety two. I think so. Ninety two or ninety three. This is before Home Alone. I'm pretty certain. So this is this guy actually gets more screen time in this movie than he does in Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's just a, a a joke in Home Alone, and he's there and he's gone. But oh, it's great though. Everybody loves that. Oh heck yeah! Uh, but um, so yeah, he gets the ring back just by because he runs into him in the holding cell, I guess, yeah. and he threatens him and gets it back pretty easily once he's released yeah. from jail. Because again, it's solved really easily. Easily, Gray just kind of pays for his bail and he gets out. You have to buy things. You know that we we actually had a bunch of stuff stolen from our house when I was younger. And there's actually a law that was passed. The law may not have been in place in 91 when this movie was (laughs) shot, but you have to buy back your stuff from the pawn shop. You can't, like, get it back. If someone steals You have to pay full price for your stuff, which is just, like, mind-boggling to me. Wow. Like, you had your stuff stolen. They sold it. They got the money. And now you have to pay them for it. I was really worried about this because at first I was like, oh, my God, how much is he going to have to pay for that? Oh, it's like (laughs) $34.99. I mean, I don't know how much that is for a for a homeless man. I think it was probably yeah quite a bit. I don't know how much he made on this first week of being a construction worker or whatever. <laughs> um, I was wrong. This is one year after Home Alone, nineteen ninety. So when mm-hmm. Home Alone was released, but um, yeah, I feel like a lot of these problems are solved very easily at this ending here. You know, there's not a lot of yeah like let's write our way into a, how this makes sense. It's just a bunch of okay. She he bought she he bought her his way out of prison. The one thing was, like, it feels like the entire time they've scripted it to where, like, as you had talked about earlier, like, well, Bill's Bill's going to leave. He's finding a mom for Sue, and this is it. We've been waiting for He's this. He's going to leave. We oh, all knew this was going to happen. Here's the note on the table. Oh, it's got the ring in it. Oh, it's got a written note. And, oh, he's in the living room. It's like, in what world <laughs> does it make any sense for a man that's homeless and has met a rich lawyer who is very attractive to leave his daughter and the rich lawyer who's in love with him <laughs> to go do what? Live homelessly in some other part of the country? I can finally walk like, the railroads of in Chicago what, alone. In what world is anywhere else in the world better for him than in, in the penthouse 
of his super attractive lawyer girlfriend with this daughter that he's been raising for what seven eight years now like did you think about that too i was like what why would he leave it makes no sense i had multiple reads on this i mean one obviously it's like there's only a few weird lines i would ever set this up there's that one line about oh this woman could be a good mom and then there's that one thing where he leaves to find the job and they're concerned for a bit and she's like no he's not gone there's well, no he, ring yeah he note. left earlier yeah and so, yeah is there a note is there a ring no okay he'll be back without this we would never think that he would ever leave and you're still not to think. That's not enough to see to this sort of thing to really think that he's gone. But like, so it happens. And here's my read that could possibly be the case. And it's not. <laughs> after the psych happy ending, it, 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 yeah. after that, you know. Okay. So what's your alternate ending? Okay. So the ring might represent the uh, basically now she can grow into being an actual woman. She could start the growing up process. Her being a homeless person with Bill has stunted her growth. And now she can finally take the steps into growing up and him passing the ring on to that. And how rings symbolize in a lot of way, growing up and all that stuff. But she's had this ring the whole time until the guy stole it. Yeah. Yeah. But it would only (laughs) represent this at the end, but no, it doesn't even matter because it's not the case. Psych- but she still needs a father. Like no, no, he. It would not be the right decision for Bill to leave. That's that's not. That was never on the table. It wouldn't be the right decision for Curly or Bill. Yeah, like, it would have been stupid. <laughs> but that was my read initially. But at first, I really did think this was an. It would have been an interesting. Not didn't really make sense. But it's the more interesting <laughs> ending for him to leave and maybe be like something. It's like not a happy ending to be like. It's not a fully happy ending to be like he's wrong, but he has some sort of impression that I'm bad for that I'm bad yeah, for Sue yeah. or something like that. That she. But can they now should have, have scripted more of that in if they wanted us to feel that way. There was none of that. There was yeah. none of that. Yeah. There was none of. There was barely any of what was actually here with the whole, yeah. you know, the note in the ring and the whole mother thing. It just didn't feel like the stakes were high enough for him to, like, say, this is what needs to happen. It's like they went back and, like, they, they got to an ending, didn't know where to go. And so they wrote this and they went back and, like, clumsily tried to seed it in earlier where it was just, like, yeah. it wasn't in the foundation. So it just didn't, didn't ever, never felt this. And so yeah. this is all unearned. Very strange. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a happy ending. I mean, he, he's there. Everyone's happy. You're to assume that, you know, because, you know, she says something along the lines of that. Okay, you'll it's fine. It'll work. It'll work out. You'll live with me and that and you'll see Bill all the time because, you know, because he'll be with me. And so you're to assume that it's like a foregone conclusion that they're going to be a, a couple. Yeah. And hopefully he gets rights too. Yeah. You would hope. You would hope. <laughs> He's freaking raised her for God knows how long. I mean, if they get married, that would be an easy next step. Yeah. But and you're only to assume that that they're heading in that oh, direction. Oh, wily old Bill, you never know. Wily old Bill, he might <laughs> you might wake up and there's a note in a ring. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, she goes to school in the movies. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. So, that's Curly Sue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I guess general thoughts before we talk about next week. Um, go ahead, Jordan. What do you think? All right, this movie isn't terrible. It isn't really even that bad. It's it's just it, it it's kind of just a mess. You know, it's 
None of like this plot is fine. It's actually a plot that I've not. It, it's all so easy with a lot of these other John Hughes movies that we talked before to be like, this is a plot I've seen before. It's just a different take of it. I will say that this is a plot that I don't see very often. And so it's, it's nice to see him tackle yeah. something that's a little more unfamiliar. And for me to be like, I'm kind of invested as to wondering how this turned out. Whereas in a lot of other movies, you kind of know how it's going to turn out. It's about the journey or whatever. Right. Whereas this, I'm like, I haven't really seen this scenario very many times play out in film. So I'm wondering kind of how this is going to work out. They don't do a whole lot with it, but they do enough to at least where I'm like, I'm paying attention during the movie. I'm, I am invested. I know I have to pay attention and be invested to do a podcast. But inter- and on an entertainment-wise right. value, I'm intrigued. At least, and so the yeah. film does its job as in that that concern. Not all the jokes are clunkers, not all the moments that they try to go for the uh, the, the touching moment fail in that attempt. Some of them, like okay, that is cute, or some of them, like okay, Sue is being genuine here, and you mm-hmm. know some of it is nice and sweet, but as a whole, it's one of those whole things where you know it's the sum of it's not the sum of its moving parts. It's kind of like it doesn't really work as much as a whole because of its no. inconsistent tone and the fact that a lot of this ending and kind of where the film, it doesn't really seem like it knows where it wants to end wants to go. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really feel like that much of a good and complete movie, but for what it is, it's okay. It's, it's a little bit below. Okay. It's like kind of like, I wouldn't really recommend this movie unless you're following along with the podcast, of course, but you know, it's kind of like, okay, it's, I see where this wasn't a waste of time. What, I don't what, think. what number would you put on it? Um, you know, I, I I'd easily probably give it like a 5.5 5 or something like mm-hmm. that. It's mediocre. Mm-hmm. It's not like one of his, Oh, this is, Ooh, this is bad. It's not one of those. It yeah. just doesn't work the way that he probably wanted it to work. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's just some parts where the, like, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to say a lot of similar things that you're saying, but it's just there's some parts where the story stutters a little bit and doesn't flow super well. And I I don't know that the cast was all that great. I, you know, their chemistry was a little shaky to me. Um, so I think, you know, you work on the cast, you make the story flow better. I think this could have been something that people look back on and think of like Home Alone. Um, yeah. But it's just because it doesn't flow that well and you don't, you really don't have a big connection to Curly Sue. I think that's one of the biggest negatives of the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, I think Bill could have been better with a better casting, but he was okay. But I think Curly Sue, especially like you, like we were saying before, because the movie's named after her, it's like, if you're going to name a movie after somebody, like they need to be like iconic. Like, like they need to be someone like you think about again and again. It's like, Oh yeah, this is the movie she did. And then she went on to do a bunch of other movies because of this. Uncle Buck. And like, you know, that's not what goes on here. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm probably about where you are. I, I think I liked it a little bit more, but, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I, we talked about it for a long time. It's actually one of our longer episodes. Yeah. So how about that, guys? I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I had some good notes on this one. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> some stuff to talk about, I will say. Yeah, that. yeah. It's not like class reunion where we're just like, no, it's like, yeah, it's like with that, it's like, it's hard to even know what to talk about. But like, this is, you know, this is a movie that I think could have been a really good movie. Yeah. But it, it just, it fell short in several different places along the storyline. Anyways, moving on. Thank you, Curly Sue. We bid you adieu. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, 
Baby day, baby's day out. All right. So okay, it's next week. I mean, when we when during the conception of this podcast, we knew this one was coming. <laughs> um, but it was one of those things where I was like, "It's gonna be the worst one." But after class reunion, I just don't. It know. can't be. It can't. It's be. impossible. It can't be. That's what I'm thinking. And no movie could be. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I one don't of the know worst that any stuff. movie could be. I said it at the time. It's one of the worst. So I don't know. Jordan, I might like it. Bring it on. Bring it on, baby. I might like it. We might be fighting. Let's see what this day out is like. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready. Thank you guys for stopping by. Baby's day out tomorrow. Woo! Please be excited. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See you.